Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. So you carefully prick it out. Okay, let me try. <laughs> okay. And then with your scissors, you, you take off the. Take it off. Yes, you take it off. You started this in 2015, tell yes. me. How, how has the journey been like? Oh, it's been up and down with the challenges and exciting times. And I started with only 10 bags. Back Ten? Ten bags. I see. I, I don't know how many of them I <laughs> yeah, see. Yeah, we have almost about 50,000 50, uh, bags in circulation. Wow. Uh, it takes about three months for That's it to tremendous be. growth. And tremendous growth the mushroom queen has experienced. So when the mushrooms are harvested, uh, some are supplied fresh and some are supplied uh, dried. Okay, so what we are doing now is to dry some of the mushrooms that we have harvested. And the reason behind drying, Fafa tells me, is so that you can preserve them for a longer period. So this is a drying table, right? Yeah, great stuff. I'm going to help her do (laughs) this. So how many of these are you able to supply to the market? Okay, on daily basis, we can get averagely about 20 kilos of the fresh mushrooms. Mm. And the dry one, we can, on daily basis, supply about 10 kilos. Because for the dry, you need a lot of the fresh ones Mm. in order to get the dry one. So mushrooms contain almost about 90% water. So when you dry them, they become very small. The dried mushrooms can also be ground into powder. As part of value addition, Profafa has also started making mushroom kebabs. As a company in 90 Ghana Limited, I want to be one of the leading producers of mushroom and then the net exporter also of mushroom to our neighboring uh, uh, neighbor countries. countries and 
to the EU and the US market. Currently, we have in a contract to supply the Dubai market. Wow. And we are hoping that we'll get to other market, international markets. That's great. Truly, it's great. And Fafafe has earned her title, the Mushroom Queen. Interesting story there from Mushroom Queen, uh, Fafape Amafoy, an accountant who decided to venture into mushroom production. That's it for the Joy Business Van, which was Ketsi Ecobank Express Point Agency Banking. Now, the Ecobank Express Point provides a unique type of agency banking that allows you to access basic banking services at selected shops across the country and enjoy Ecobank services after banking hours, including weekends and holidays. Locate an Ecobank Express Point nearest to you at selected show shops pharmacies, grocery shops, ECG vendor points and mobile money merchant shops and enjoy the following services. You get to open an instant Ecobank Express account, deposit and withdraw cash from your Express account, current account and savings account. Also redeem e-tokens and receive international remittances from Rapid Transfer, Western Union, Raya, Vigo and Unity Link from selected Express points. Ecobank, the Pan-African Bank. I'm Charles Aite. Coming up next is Masterclass with Yao and in Banafor do stay. Good afternoon to you, our cherished listeners. It's always exciting to welcome you to your favorite business development program on Radio Masterclass. Masterclass is powered by Joy Business and brought to us by Goyle. Goyle, they say good energy, Goyle, Yenara, Yedia. And so it's the 24th of June today. A few more days and the month of June will be over. Gradually, gradually, the year prots on in time. And tide, like we always say, is stopping for no man. So if you're a business, there's something that you've always wanted to do, or you're waiting for COVID to blow over, for example, 
it's not going to stop now. We're working towards it, but by all means, do get up and start doing something as a business. If you've planned to do something this year, you haven't done it yet because probably the year hasn't gone the way you wanted it to go. Just get up and just do it. Like a favorite brand um, always says as their tagline, just do it. And so if you've been listening to us in the last couple of weeks, we've been spending time in the studio with one of our favorite resource persons, Yvonne Uhui McCarthy. I like to call her favorite because all my resource persons are favorites, even when they're here and when they're not. So to all the past resource persons, you're still favorite to the show and we love you very much. But Yvonne, you're welcome back to the show. Thank you, Yao. Right. So we've been spending time talking about customer service and trying to understand it from a different perspective. And like you, you beautifully put it, it's customer service from the inside out, from the inside out. So we're trying to understand, for example, what happens between when a policy is implemented and they say, um, we always smile at you. Let's say XYZ company, we always smile. And how that translates as part of a brand refresh to the frontline person who not just knows to smile, but understands why they must smile and actually feels like smiling whenever they do it. They may not necessarily feel like it, but they'll understand why they should do exactly. it. You know? So last week, um, okay, so just by way of recap, we've been, we introduced the conversation and we talked about your philosophy on customer service, which was two weeks ago. Last week, we also talked about your customer service strategy and how to put that strategy together. Today, we'll be going through a customer service checklist of some sort. So it's like a sort of reality check, something you must always have with you to say, am I doing this right? Because like we always said, customer service is the business. Oftentimes, business owners um, in functional areas, and I say functional areas because I'm looking at areas like engineering, like construction, like finance and all of that. They oftentimes tend to look at the other areas which we call support as not too high on the pedigree, if you like, because they're not the core business, like we always say core business. But um, we've, we've, we've made to understand in these conversations over the last couple of weeks that your customer service is your business. So, for example, if your customer service or frontline staff don't understand the core of your business, they have no business being there. Absolutely. They have no business Absolutely. being there. Who better to sell your business than the one who understands it? And the one you're paid. And the one you're paid to do the job. You know, so today we're going to have that conversation. If time allows us, we'll also go into the elements of customer service. And um, we'll just share a sort of uh, quick list on five elements of customer service. But like we always do here on the show, uh, we're going to be opening the phone lines a bit early today so that we can get interactive, share thoughts so that we can all become better for it. After all, we're building our own country here. We're building our own economy here by discussing these things so that we begin to change the way we think and then the way we act. And then at the end of the day, Ghana will become better for it. So, Yvonne, just by way of recap, a quick recap, if you like, on what we discussed last week in terms of strategies, customer yes. strategy, and why it's important for a business to even take note of that at all. And then we can obviously then move into today's conversation. Okay, so last week we looked at how you can create a great customer experience. And by that, we thought about doing that through great customer service. And that had a lot to do with having the right strategies in place. So some of the things we discussed was for businesses to focus on things that their customers value, not things that they value. So if you think that branding and rebranding and spending a lot of money on advertising and marketing is what's going to make your customer happy, then you've missed out on the strategy already. You need to be speaking to your customers to understand exactly what they want. You also need to be able to understand the business's mission and vision like we spoke about um, we've been speaking about I think the last three weeks you need to understand and your people need to understand that as well so that when you come up with strategies that are supposed to help 
or to benefit the customer, they go along with you. They actually do understand. And then we also mentioned something that was very important, working backward from the experience you want to deliver. So before you come up with strategies, you need to think about how you want the customer to feel. Now, when you can say that, I want my customer to smile anytime they see this picture, then you work backwards the strategy to what exactly you need to put in place to make sure that the customer is feeling these things. And then we spoke about building systems um, that actually work and processes and procedures that are reviewed on a yearly basis. So that those are a few of the things that we spoke about with regards to making sure that you have the right customer service strategy to create the right experience for your customers. Mm, right. Now, just before you go into today's uh, conversation, I'll mention this again sometime in the show. But next week when we come your way with Masterclass, we've got something really special. We put together something really special for you so that half year, what we want to do is to be able to bring together a sort of we used to do this back in the day and we used to call it an on-ground event, but obviously COVID has come to change everything. So this is not going to be an on-ground event, but it's going to be an online event for Masterclass, really milestone. And we're bringing together six of your up to six of your favorite resource persons who have been, some most of whom have been here on the show before. Obviously, we're going to have Yvonne, who's here with us today on the show. We're also going to have John Armour, who's been here with us. John is a business development consultant. We're going to have Mr. Charles Mensah, who's a financial consultant. We're also going to have William Demetia, who's a tax consultant. And then we'll have Derry Dean Dadzi, who's a technology consultant and also related to, I think, Dream Over. We had him on the mm-hmm. on-ground seminar about two years ago. Then we'll have Mr. Samuel Boafo, who is a private, um, a human resource practitioner, I beg your pardon, uh, here on the show. So six of your favorite resource persons are going to be here on the show. That's next week, 1st of July, and it's going to be on Zoom, so the details will be shared on our Facebook page. And I'm excited about that because we're going to be having an hour and a half to spend and share thoughts. And essentially what we'll be discussing is the entrepreneurial rebound. So if you like, all of the conversations we've had from beginning of year till now, we're going to put them together in a conversation in about an hour and a half and help our entrepreneurs and say, listen, you're in this place right now. The world is changing and it's changing fast. There was no script. You were not warned. How do you put all of this together? So do make a date um, with us on that show. First of July, it starts at 1 p.m. and runs through to 2.30 p.m. So that's, uh, we'll, we'll make sure we mention this again before we end the show. But Yvonne, today we're going into um, a final area of conversation, if you like. Yes. And, um, again, to our listeners, we've had a lot of questions coming in on customer service. So at some point, probably of next week's show, um, if time allows us, we'll have Yvonne back in the mm-hmm. studio. And then we'll do just a, a question session, if you like, on customer service. Absolutely. So that right from the beginning of the show, we'll do a recap, if you like, and then we'll open the phone lines right from the beginning of the show. And then we can ask all the questions we want to ask and share all the thoughts that we um, definitely want to share. I have a little challenge for us today when we open the phone lines. You can start thinking about it now. My attention was drawn <laughs> last week that I shared 12, 12 brainy quotes on customer <laughs> service here on the show, but none was African. I have gladly taken that, <laughs> that correction and um, I want you to help me out today. So I have one of, of my own I'll share sometime during the show. Mm-hmm. But if you know any African brainy quotes, um, probably it's your managing director who shared it. It hasn't been patented yet. Probably it's your finance manager who shared it. It could even be your father. It could be yourself. When we get interactive, share with us what your thoughts on, on, on customer service are if it were to be a brainy quote. And then we'll, we'll try and pick the best one and, and try and do something with it. But Yvonne, talk yes. to us today. Today we're looking at the elements of customer service and we're also looking at a sort of checklist, if you like, yes. that you must have 
Absolutely. with you at all times, just to be sure if you're doing the right thing. Absolutely. Talk to me about it. Okay, so we're looking at the elements of customer service, and I want us to focus on these five things as areas that we need to start looking at or ticking to make sure that we have things that are, you know, supposed to be in there correct at all times. So the first one is the look and feel. Now, when we talk about the look and feel, we're talking strictly about how people see your business and how they feel within the first few minutes of interacting with you. So that goes to the external and internal elements or factors. We're looking at the building itself. So wherever your office is, the restaurant, the hospital, we're looking at the edifice itself or the physical structure. So we'll look at things like the signage. So is the building well labeled or branded? Um, Is the exterior clean and tidy? Do you have proper parking arrangements. And then when we look at the interior, we'll be looking at things like the seating arrangements or whether there's enough seats at all. Are there pens? Are there papers for people to write? Lighting, ventilators. Sorry. See where COVID has taken me. Ventilators. (laughs) Ventilation. (laughs) ACs. (laughs) Whether you have a clean reception, your washrooms, and then organized workstation. And then you also have the people who work within the organization being a part of the look and feel. So someone like the security personnel or the security person outside forms a part of the look and feel. So if they start off by giving the wrong service... I already get affected by the kind of interaction they've had with me and it affects the perception that I build about the business even before I walk in there. Employees, the way they're dressed, how um, they behave, how knowledgeable they are, whether or not they are receptive, all these things form a part of the look and feel. And then we have our second point, which is the attitude. And I know, y'all, we keep hearing attitude is everything. Attitude is everything. It really is everything. So when it comes to the attitude, we're looking at the mindset And I've always said that we have two gaps in Africa when it comes to customer service. There's the mindset gap and there's the skill set gap. But under the attitude, we have the mindset gap. And the mindset gap affects our attitude. So we're looking at things like our perceptions. So what are your perceptions about customers in general? Do you brand customers as people, oh, I drink too much, you know? How do you see the customer? We're looking at your habits. So things like being late or, you know, having poor time management skills, your behavior, the way in which you act. And we're looking at your character, even your moral and mental qualities that distinguishes you from other people. Your attitude has to have a positive impact when you're serving customers. If you want to do things right, you need to be checking the attitude of the people that work for you. And these people, these things that you need to look out for are things that sometimes you have no control of, but you have to be able to manage and correct people when they go wrong. The third one is, the, is knowledgeability. So how knowledgeable are the people that work for you? Now, if I come to you and your edifice is beautiful, the place is nice, it's well-branded, I walk in there and people are smiling at me, they are well-dressed. However, the main purpose of me coming there is to seek information or make an inquiry and someone is unable to give me the information that I need. They have failed in customer service. So they need to be knowledgeable. How knowledgeable are they regarding their industry? your competitors, their other departments, their roles and responsibilities of others, the features of the products and services that you have. People need to know these things. And then, of course, the vision of the business. Where is the business going? So they need to be knowledgeable. And I would appeal to people, you need to take personal interest in your own development and read around the area that you work. It's not the responsibility of your employer to be feeding you with some of these things. Yes, they have to train you, but there are other things you also need to go and look or find out for yourself. 
The fourth one is processes and procedures. And yeah, this is very important because um, in the typical Ghanaian environment, we have places where there are processes and procedures. And in fact, even some policies that have been set years down the line. And what happens is there's no use for that particular policy anymore. However, no one is sitting down to ask themselves, is this policy making sense? Some of the policies honestly don't make sense, but they've been there for years, and so we all carry on. And these are some of the things that actually alienate your customer, makes your customer feel that you're not a listening organization. So if you have the right policies and procedures and processes, you're actually on your way to making sure that your customers are well catered for. I'm not saying that we need to throw our processes and procedures out the door because processes and procedures also help in ensuring that the customer experience that we give to our customers is enhanced. However, we need to be able to compare and review and make sure that at any point in time, those things are making sense. And then the last one that I'll talk about is cross-sell and upsell or sales technique. I think oftentimes we look at sales as they are different, like they bring in the money. But then we forget that if you're going to sell and you want to sell well, you have to be able to sell and understand customer service too. So nowadays businesses face greater challenges than ever to keep customers happy. So you can't just say that this is sales and it's detached from customer service. Gone are the days when salespeople could just close a deal and never speak to the customer again. Today, you have to walk them through the whole relationship. Today, salespeople should start their relationship and continue with throughout the course of the customer's time working or doing business with them. So it's important for people that you choose to stand at the front line, first of all, to even know how to sell and then to understand the importance of customer service attached to their selling skills. So if you sell products, obviously people are in business for money. You want to make money. You want to grow. And so if someone comes in to buy a pen, you want to ensure that whoever you've put at the front line understands that this person probably just said they want a pen, but they might need a pen and a pencil and a paper. So they're able to articulate themselves that way, understanding that giving the customer options is also part of enhancing the customer experience that the business gives. So these are the five areas that we can look at. And all I'm saying is that if you want to do customer service well, you need to think about the look and feel, what your business looks like, and the perception that you send out there. The perception customers have about your business based on things like your signage, what the place looks like, your logo, the seating area. And then you have to look at the attitude, which is the attitude of the people who work for you, their habits, the character, the mindsets, the behavior, then you'd come back to looking at the knowledgeability. What do they know? What do you need to ensure that they know? What do they need to add up to make sure that they're efficient at their job? Then we have the processes and policies, um, processes and procedures, which has the policies underneath it, and then the sales technique. So these are the five areas that we need to focus on or have as a checklist to make sure that we're giving excellent customer service. Right. I, I mean, I have a quick question before um, we sort of go on with the conversation. You talk about policies and procedures and the fact that they must be refreshed often. It reminds me of a conversation that we had with Thompson Chua, who, was, who is one of our early um, should I say, resource persons here on the show and also a favorite one. He always talks about value proposition and the fact that, for example, when somebody starts a certain business, the convictions with which they start the business remain the same on paper forever. Now, you find that in today's competitive world, 
things change over time. And so even your value proposition will change because it is a function of things like your target audience, like your financing, your mm-hmm. capital, what's changing. Customer preferences are changing every day. Absolutely. Let's bring that conversation back to policies and procedures. Policies and procedures are put in place because at the time they're put in place, it's the understanding that this is how the mission and the vision can be achieved. Yes. How long should it be before a company or an institution refreshes their policies and procedures? Okay. I think for now, it would not be accurate if I give you a specific time. Because policies are different. People have different procedures within the organization. But if, for example, you have a complaint handling process where people are actually able to take feedback from customers and you also go back and review and you realize that they are complaining about one particular thing, it doesn't matter if the policy is a week old. It tells you that that policy is not helping your customer experience and so you need to do something about it. However, organizations consider and say, look, in order to make sure that we're doing the right thing consistently, let's give ourselves every quarter or biannually to review all our, all our major policies. So that would depend on the organization, you know, how their framework is. But at any point in time, you need to be asking yourselves these questions. Are our customers being served? As a result of this policy, because yeah, policies are made for people. You don't make people for policies. That's true. That's true. Right. So obviously, what we're saying is that if you're a business, you're an institution, keep your eye on the ball and yeah. do yourself a sort of brand health check or mystery shopping. Some some companies call it mystery shopping. So obviously, they send some people in there to try and pretend that you know yes. their customers, and then try and find out what the real feedback is. Because if you went and asked your staff what the feedback, of was, course, they'll tell, you, they'll tell you good things. They'll tell you what they want you to hear. Yeah. But obviously, if you did um, a sort of okay, I haven't started doing um, getting interactive yet, but I can't resist this. This one's from Ike in the USA. Ike says the American quotes are too much. Let's go see. That's some great Mugabe or Mandela quotes. Ike. I can give you. I have quotes. Okay, so we have some today. But Ike, I want to hear. Um, one from you as well. So do me a favor, and then when we get interactive, uh, please send me one. I'd, I'd love to read it so that we can also build the African the African dream. Let me ask you this other one, and then, of course, we can go on to the element, um, if you like. You talked about there being a gap um, between, should I say, a skill set gap, but there's also what you refer to as a mindset gap. Now, let me ask this question. Obviously, in our conversations in the last few weeks, it is obvious that our mindset needs to change. Absolutely. Not necessarily because it needs to become what someone says it should become, but because the customer we're trying to serve is changing without even knowing they're changing. And it's reflecting in their requests and their needs and their wants and their purchases and their behavior online, in, in everything they do. So we are sort of dragged along by the customer we're trying to serve because you need to understand from the inside out. Let me ask this question. Do you think that between the mindset gap and the skill set gap, or okay, let me rephrase the question. Between the mindset gap and the skill set gap, which do you think is the greatest deficit in our economy today? Mindset gap. Okay. To start with. There's deficits in both. There is. And, and let me just state yes. this. You need to have both of these skills in order to survive. However, if you want me to compare the two, I will tell you that we have a larger or a, a, a much bigger mindset gap than we have for a skill set gap. Remember, skills you can actually acquire. To change someone's mindset is not that easy. Mm. It's very doable, but it's not that easy. Right. How do we 
address that concern. I'm a business. I'm listening to you today. I've just set up a business. Um, I've started doing something like um, uh, what 10,000 cities mm-hmm. every month, turnover. And I want to be able to make sure I build my business to become a million-dollar business. But I'm listening to you today, and you're talking about mindset gap and skill set gap. I can acquire skills. I can hire the right skills. If I think that the person doesn't have the skill set, I just won't hire them. I mean, I know the HR guys won't agree with me, but they'll say hire and train. But how do I work on a mindset gap? Okay. And I'm not looking at the person outside of me. It could very well be me as well. It could be it could be me, the owner of the company, me, the entrepreneur. I could have a mindset gap. Absolutely. How do you identify a mindset gap and how do you fix it? Okay. So let, let me just, and I hope this doesn't look like a deviation, but it would, it would help us understand mm. where I'm coming from when I say the mindset gap. So when you look at the word serve itself, I think for us as Africans, we see the word serve as a very derogatory word. Um, for example, if you bring someone home to help you at home, we call, in quotes, we'll say maybe this is a house help, right? Now, when you bring that person in, you see the person as somebody you are helping. So you don't even pay them for their domestic services. They stay in your house for free. So you tell people, Mebuano, right? Now, this person comes and lives with you. They take care of your home. You still don't attach any importance to them. Now, when you get a visitor and you want them to go and give that person something, what do you say? Ajua, serve uncle. So we use the word serve and we consistently use that with people that, you know, in quotes, some people are looking down on. So even as a bank manager or a cashier or whatever, when you're at work and even a customer comes to you and says, please, won't you serve me straight away? That's the word that rings a bell. That's a word you use at home when you want Ajoa to serve your visitors. That's a mindset issue. So even the word serve as Africans, I think we have a problem with it. That's why you find somebody in a position where they're supposed to be serving rather wanting to be served because they're seeing the word serve as no it it doesn't fit me to serve you you have to serve me that being said we have a lot to do in terms of education we have a lot we need to put a lot of um what words should i even use nationalism in people getting people to understand that when you work for somebody you're also working for yourself and get ceos to start allowing people to make decisions for themselves Pull people in. If you're running your business and your mindset is, this is my business. I set this up. I have been sweating. It is mine. Whatever I say goes, guess what? These people would also have that same mindset. It is your business. It is not my father's business. So I'll come to work and do your work the way I think I can do it. But once we start allowing people in and, you know, kind of like breaking that mentality, this job is for us. This is the vision. This is where we're going. And you're open. You begin to change people's mindsets because what we lack and we lack that big time is the ownership mentality. No one takes ownership when they're at work. Everybody does. Yes, yes, there's there's the lack of ownership mentality and it's a big problem, especially in the public sectors, in the public sector, sorry. So everyone behaves as if this job is not mine. They get to work whatever time they want. And it all, all of these things wound around the the mindset. So we need to start looking at even our homes. Charity begins at home. Getting people to understand that when you serve, you're actively adding value to someone else's experience serving somebody is not a bad thing doesn't demean you doesn't make you look bad once we're able to change the mindset even for our children at home because these children or these these kids that we have are going to end up working in these places that we're complaining about now 
So those are some of the things that we can do. It needs to be everyone's responsibility, the parent at home, the CEO at work, in schools. We need to be putting some of these things in our children's heads. Serving is not a derogatory word. It's not a bad thing to serve. That, if we're able to change that mindset, people will be willing to help others. You notice I'm smiling very broadly because I'm struggling um, not to cause us to deviate. But, you know, we've said here on the show oftentimes that people are a function of their orientation. So there may be a sort of history to the aversion for the word serve because yes. of our orientation as a people. Yes. But what we're saying here on the show is we're not going to talk about that. We're saying that regardless of what your orientation is, if you want to play in this space called business, while we say think globally and act locally, you will bring some local perspective to bear. But we're saying that essentially, in the majority, try and change your mindset in a way that lines up with the mindset of the customer. Absolutely. Because the customer is everyone, really, like what we said here on the show. Okay, we're going to get interactive very soon. Time check in the studio, 41 minutes past the hour of one. We will balance be opening the phone line right after this. The masterclass is in session, and you can interact with us via Facebook at Joy Business or at Joy 99.7 FM. And if you tweet, the handle is at Joy 997 FM. Don't forget to hashtag masterclass. You can also send us a text on 1422 across all networks or join the WhatsApp conversation on 0244 340437. And our facilitators will address your concerns. Attention, everyone, class is in progress. Right, if you've just tuned in this, it's Masterclass right here on your Superstation Joy 99.7. If you've got any motor vehicle of any kind, God has got some great, great news for you. So God's new Super Synthetic 5W20 and 5W30 loops are the best engine oils for your vehicle. They are specially engineered engine oils which efficiently work on all your modern petrol and diesel engines. They clean, they protect, they reduce fuel consumption, they prolong oil change intervals as well as enhance your engine performance right from when you start up to when you switch off. So go to any gold filling station today and grab the new Gold Super Synthetic 5W20 and 5W30 engine oils for superior vehicle performance. Goil, they say good energy. Goil, Yenara, Yedia. We've also got a few hygiene tips for you here from Goil. And Goil is encouraging all of us in this period of COVID-19 to adhere to the standard hygiene protocols. Number one, Goil is admonishing all of us to use our hand alcohol-based hand sanitizers if we're not in the position to wash your hands. By all means, do cover your mouth with a tissue when you cough and dispose of into a bin immediately. Wash your hands with soap and running water which has been provided at all our service stations, especially when you handle money. And God is also saying that maintain a minimum distance of 1.5 meters with other customers in attendance and ensure that you wear your face mask at all times whenever you visit the station or in any public space. God is also encouraging us to use our electronic payment card, which is the Go card, to minimize cash transactions. And finally, God is asking us, if you do not have to go out to do anything at all, Please stay at home when necessary. If you exhibit any symptoms, do not head to the hospital, but call the following COVID-19 hotlines and ask for help. Numbers to call to ask for help, 055-222-004 or 055-222-005. God says, let us observe these simple protocols and together defeat COVID-19 as we enjoy quality fuel and services from Goyle. 
Goyle. They say good energy. Goyle. Yenara. Yenia. We'll go straight to the phone lines. Numbers to call. 0302216541. That's 0302216541. Or you can send us a comment on 0244340437. So I've got a... Yeah, the talent is up. Uh, if, you, if you have any quotes... Um, African quote on customer service. We'd like to hear it. We'll share a few with you here as well on the show. Um, so by all means, do share with us. Numbers to call again: zero three zero two two one six five four one. Ike, I'm waiting for yours. Ike from USA. <laughs> I'm waiting for your quote, and then I'll be happy to share it here on on the show. So you spoke about look and feel. Let me yes. just ask that question before um, while we're waiting for the the phone lines to ring. Look and feel. How important is look and feel in the business? It's everything. Listen, I sell power. ECG. Mm-hmm. You need ECG for almost everything you do in your house. I don't necessarily need to let, let my workplace look nice. If you need the power, come and buy it. <laughs> if you don't want to buy it, go to where it looks nice and go and buy it for yeah. me. I'm just saying, yes. this is what somebody's thinking. E- ECG is not a good example because we don't have a choice. Well, it's a monopoly. I'm just saying. That's, I mean, that's the point I'm making. So, no, but they are resellers. So, so the reseller will well, say, I mean... I don't have to make the place look nice. Well, no problem, no problem. You know, that's why I would walk, say, for example, the stretch of um, East Legon, Oponglo Road, yeah. and then go to not the first one, but the second one. Because the first one didn't have enough seats for us to sit. The place was hot. The lighting wasn't okay. And so I wouldn't go to that person. But if you think about what the look and feel does, that's like the first impression of your business. Mm-hmm. So even if I'm driving by and I don't mean to walk into your hospital, your restaurant, your hotel, yeah. if it's positioned properly, the brand is on point, it's well painted, it's, it looks good, it looks clean, I can come there even if I have no business there because it looks attractive. Top of mind awareness. Okay. Well, you hold on to that. I've got a caller on the line. Good afternoon. You're welcome to Masterclass. Good afternoon, yeah. Please, your name, where you're calling from, sir? I'm Kweku from Taifa. Talk to me, Kweku. Yes, the lady is on top of her job. Thank you, Kweku. In fact, all that she has been saying is 100% correct. Mm. And uh, Ghanaians don't consider, uh, you know, customer service as very important in our business, mm. especially uh, government institutions. When you go there, the way they treat customers as if they are doing well favor. Mm. So, if the lady can, you know, if she hasn't written a book yet, all those points should be put in a book form, and she should knock the doors of all institutions and companies so that she can make an impact on the, you know, customer service in these institutions. I thank her for her, you know, delivery. Thank you so much, Kweku. That was Kweku from Taifa. Thank you. Uh, so, maybe I should just rehash. Yvonne is the <laughs> president of the customer services juice uh, please, is it? Please. I, okay, so I am the board chair uh-huh, uh-huh. of the West African Association of Customer Service Professionals. And then in headquartered Ghana? Headquartered in Abuja. And in Ghana, I'm the president of the Institute of Customer Service Professionals. Institute of Customer Service Professionals. Yes, ICSP. Okay, all right, cheers. So I've got another caller on the line. Good afternoon, you're welcome to Masterclass. Talk to us. Hello, good afternoon, Mr. Yao, and good afternoon to your resource. Good afternoon, my brother. It's been such a very long time. Yes, sir, my boss. Talk to me, boss. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, please, uh, I, I would like to know when you are a trader and whatever you are trading is based on measurement and your customers only satisfactory is based on what they buy after that, what you add to it is what that satisfying them. In this case, what do you do? There are some times you tell them that you don't add, but we make sure that you give them the right quantity. They, come, they become more inflated. 
You see, and there are sometimes to somebody come and you use, you use less than one minute to save them. They think because you use less than one minute, you have cheated them. In mm. this case, what do you do? Mm-hmm. And then sometimes I want to tell the customer that if you always want more than what you are buying, if you don't take time, you get uh, you will not you will get less. Mm. That's mm. Uh, it, that's not the best. Yeah, yeah. you get plastic surgery. <laughs> Thank you so much. That was one of our favorite callers sharing some thoughts with us. It's just that, what do people look out for? Is it the extra service? Is it the length of service? Is it the quantity of the product? What do they look out for? Because I think in his line of business, it's important. That's why he's asking. Yes. What should he do? Yes. All of these things you've mentioned actually make up the customer experience. And so okay. if, you, if you fault on one, it dents the experience that you've given the customer. However, it sounds to me like people would have an issue with transparency in the, ter- in, ter- in the sense that they feel he'll probably just measure the thing quickly. So whilst you're holding that long stick that you use to measure the fabrics, just be having a conversation with the customer and say, okay, so this is one yard, this is two yards, so the person can see. But if maybe you're doing it somewhere on the corner quick, quick, and then you bring it in, it's your job, so you can do it quick. Mm. But then the customer doesn't know that. So you have to position yourself in such a way that as you're doing it, you're showing the customer that this is exactly what I'm doing. But you can't pick one over the other. Mm. Whether they want extra material, whether they want you to smile, work quickly, all these things actually enhance Full the customer. part of the experience. Exactly. Got another exactly. caller on the line. Good afternoon. You're welcome to Masterclass. I'm sorry for keeping you. Talk to us. Oh, don't, don't, don't worry. Yeah, my name is Kofi. Right. From Dan, uh, oh, Kofi from DC. Kofi, talk to yeah. us. Yeah, <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> um, you know, customer service in our part of the world, especially Ghana, it is appalling. Hmm. It is very, very bad. The government institution so bad. One time I went to uh, a government institution to, you know, uh, for them to render a service to me. And c- can, you, can you believe it? They told me they were going for lunch. They were on break. <laughs> I had to wait um, for over an hour. You know, I, I mean, it's just so bad the way they talk. People are just WhatsApping, using their phones. And immediately it's about 2 to 3 o'clock. Most of them rush to Gimpa, to other schools. They are attending schools. Customer service is just so bad. If the lady there can give them any advice on what we should do, because it's, it's our taxes, you know, used in those institutions. Now, the private sector is also copying the, 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 the government sector. For instance, uh, during the COVID-19, oh, we are still in it. Anyway, uh, Vodafone especially. I use Vodafone, you know. Their customer service line, 100, was unreachable. They will tell you to uh, contact, is it Toby or whoever, an automated something, something. You, you, you send a message, nobody responds. WhatsApp, nobody responds. Apparently, I suspect that they cut down their number. And I was thinking that instead of you people increasing that so that we can all call the 100 and not flout your offices, you know, the banks are also guilty. Fidelity Bank, I use that uh, bank as well. I, I call their number. You know, it, it appears that they just let everybody off or everybody went to the house. I just don't understand. So what, what, what would the lady speak to this as well? Mm. And finally, branding. Fine. We, 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 why is it that uh, public relations practitioners, image is everything. I agree. But why is it that in our part of the world, we think that unless you are wearing suit, then you are not properly dressed? Can we also wear our African wear? I was going for an interview, and I was told they were going to mark me for dressing. If I wear an African wear, I will be marked down. Therefore, I had to go and buy a suit. I find it unpleasant, but I should do it. The weather was hot. 
I still have to wear a suit. So why is it so? Why can't we also have our African wear so that we can wear that to interviews? For instance, if you look at all those people who duped people in Ghana, because the day that I wore the suit, can you believe it? Everybody seeing me was just saying, hey, I look good, I look good, I look good. <laughs> but if I wear my African wear, nobody tells me I look good. You know, right. so, 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 all the fraud, all the fraud steps that we have, mm. they all dress in suits. They come to your offices to do marketing. Mm. They deceive you. They take your money. They are all over the place. You know them. Um, the, 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 the ones that, that, that people's money are locked up and all that. They always dress in suits, drive the best cars. You don't go and rent cars these days. 100 Ghana CD, you can rent a very nice car. And they are all over the place duping people. Why is it so? Thank you so much, Kofi. I mean, those are some passionate thoughts by Kofi. Let's take note of them. I've got another caller on the line. Good afternoon. You're welcome to Masterclass. Yeah, good afternoon. My name is Robert, coming from Tema. Right, Robert. Talk to us. Yes, I'm so happy about this um, topic, customer service. Most of us downplay, you know, what customer service can do to your business. Mm -hmm. My wife, for example, is going into um, this beauty um, industry where I.e. doing like nails and right. facials. Now, um, on our stretch, we have a couple of people doing about the same thing. So our discussion was, what can we do to also stand up? Mm -hmm. and, and we believe that the game changer is customer experience, because we all do the same thing. Mm -hmm. So the game changer is the customer experience. Yeah. And, and I, in fact, um, um, the lady mentioned uh, uh, look and feel, and you were asking the question how look and feel also does. Yeah. Trust me, if, if the customer walks into my shop, and the air condition alone blows him. Charlie. <laughs> you can imagine. You understand. On the hot afternoon like this one. Eh? Charlie, Charlie, Charlie. So you, you can imagine. So it is important that we always... Go. Now, during this COVID-19, the last point, um, people, customer, customer facing staff, for example, hide, be, be, uh, uh, hide behind the uh, face masks not to even smile. Forgetting mm, that you can mm, smile with your mm, eyes. Mm, I, I did that a lot. You get it. So um, people should learn. I mean, I feel that managers should, should be able to hit on customer experience the more. Yeah. And it will be the game changer for them. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you so much, my brother. Thank, Thank you. you. That was another... Let me take now from Osu on social media. Then you can answer them and quickly we'll take maybe one or two more before we round up. Now from Osu says, can we have an example of an obsolete policy? Uh, a lot of companies now have this digital platform where you are asked to chat with AMA, in quotes. You put in your inquiry or complaint and you are asked to provide your name, your phone number and email address. Then you are told someone will contact you later. Problem is, usually no one contacts you for weeks. It's an example of poor customer service, isn't it? I've had that problem with three notable companies and I think attention must be drawn to it so that it stops. This is now from us now thank you so much for your comments let's see if we can quickly answer yes now you're, yeah. you're you're spot on i mean i don't understand why they would say to you give us your number and then we'll call you back and i think enough in the first week i mentioned companies would always come up with these new digital ways of doing things or get online and then they feel it's a way for them to hide when you put up a website, that's not the time for you to hide because a person isn't seeing your face. There's still the look and feel application there because I'll log in, look at um, what the, the, the site looks like, the fonts you've used, the information you have there, whether I'm able to navigate the pages, you know, just the interface and how it works. That's also the look and feel. So just because you've digitalized now doesn't mean that you should give people substandard um, service. service. It's, it shouldn't happen at all. Mm. Now, going back to the gentleman before, he was talking about how people are hiding their face and it's something i i've been complaining about mm. 
everywhere you go, people just put on the, the mask and then if their hair is, you know, something that's not too conservative, so you have hair on their face and all you see is their eyes. But they forget that you can smile with your eyes. If you're smiling, yes, if you're smiling whilst wearing the mask, I can see. So you don't necessarily have to take the mask off for me to see that you're being pleasant. It will be drawn all over your face. Now to our, our gentleman who spoke passionately about wearing African clothes and stuff like that. I mean, those are decisions that businesses make. I mean, I advocate that we do our own and wear our own. But then I think organizations sometimes have reasons why they demand certain things. So um, as much as, yes, we should be able to wear African prints and be very proud about it, when they choose that they want to see you in corporate wear in certain colors, I think if you're looking for the job, you probably might have to go with that. But there's absolutely nothing wrong with rocking your African wear with pride at all. Mm. Now, um, the first caller spoke about the public sector and what we can do to help them. Yao, you know that every year I organize the Ghana Customer Service Index yeah. and we rank these sectors and consist, consist, consistently the um, public sector has been last. It's such a worrying thing and sometimes you even invite people in that sector to come over and they don't want to come. But do you think it's because they don't, we don't have too much time. Do you think it's because people who work there don't know to do the right thing. I think they do. They I do think, know. I think it's a bigger conversation. It, yes, it's a Maybe much ne- bigger next one. Next week, when we have a lot of time, time we can just, talk about. It. It's um, a much bigger know. one. They do yeah. know. They yeah. do know the right things to do. So yes, we we look at them and we want to extend the help to them. But they've been last twice. <laughs> okay, I've got. Uh, okay, this one you didn't add your name. It says I like the example your resource person gave about the domestic servant. That service is a multi-billion CD business, which even graduates can take advantage of. But because of our local mindset, we demean it. In my home, I let them know that they are here to work, and the home is their office. I also give them training. My wife set up a business to offer professional training for domestic help and drivers, but it wasn't successful because people weren't prepared to pay for the service. That's it. That's it. Okay. So many questions. But in two weeks when we come back, by all means, we're going to be doing this. uh, Take out for today. So, um, I think... Yeah, let me just share my quote. They've been talking about quote, quote. Um, so, so. <laughs> <Let me. laughs> please, share, please share that okay. good for me. Okay, so I am quoting yeah. myself. So there are no default, difficult customers, mm-hmm. but they are situational customers. So your customers' behavior is influenced by their interactions with you. Mm-hmm. So oftentimes people feel that, oh, we have difficult customers. We really don't. The second one is make your organization a home and not a house. Start focusing on what people feel and not just what people see. That's the core of a customer-centric organization. Mm, right. My former MD, Frank Braguedo Jr., also used to say very passionately yeah. that we must always make it better than we met it. Absolutely. Somebody else said it in different words, but his words are the ones I'm saying. Make it better than, than you met, met it. it. Absolutely. I got Kwesi Brio Ofori in Chicago. Kwesi says, it's true. Customer service is so bad. I saw a lot of YouTube videos in which many blacks who visited or live in Ghana were talking bitterly about it. We really need to change something. That's Kwesi Brew from Chicago. Write this question down. Probably when we come back in two weeks, we'll, we'll talk about it. What's the difference between customer service and hospitality? We, we, we sometimes get it twisted. Because we believe that we're hospitable people, are we no. not? Okay, let me just rehash this. Um, on the 1st of July, which is next week when we come your way, Masterclass comes to you with a special edition of Masterclass. We're coming you know, with six of our resource persons. We're going to be having an hour and a half 
to ourselves and we're going to be talking about the entrepreneurial rebound entrepreneurial rebound Yvonne is on the bill um, John Arma is going to be on the bill Sam Boafo Charles Mensah Mr. William Demetia and Derry Dean Batsy they're all going to be here on the show so do make a date by all means share with your friends go on our Facebook page you'll see the flyer then by all means do share we want this to be a very interesting conversation where all of us come together and share some thoughts this has been Masterclass sharing some thoughts here on customer service we'll do this again in two weeks when we come back up next is a new sub two thank you for listening and see you same time next week